0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday night. It's a little bit later uh than we usually do this. Um I died once today and I had to come back to life, so my my day ended up taking an hour and a half longer. So um but we're still here, we're doing this thing. Uh I'm currently in hell, which is uh also code for America with still an outrageous government. But I'm here so but uh, we've got another guest tonight. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But we've got to do the thing that keeps... Uh, John Roberts says, keep up the good work. Appreciate it, my man. That is a very fancy CGI hatchet on there. So. But um, if you go over to this one here, boom. You can find us on all of these platforms. Not just one, not just some, but every single one of them. So you can find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. If you don't follow us on all of them already, just go do it. Uh, we're we're trying to make a big push to get away from Facebook as much as possible because um, Facebook fucking sucks. The uh, the fun and f uh, the fun in Facebook, whatever. I messed that joke all up. I had it toned down earlier, and I just blew it. Like the banking collapse. We had a shot and we blew it. We we all we all we all caved at the last second. So you know, whatever. Uh, libertarian Party Veterans Caucus: Leading Libertarians to Veteran Issues, Leading Veterans to Libertarian Solutions. If you're wanting to know what is a Marine's favorite crayon in the LP, currently the winning number of votes is for red, because red tastes like blood and blood makes the grass grow. So that was the answer I got this weekend. Find all of these shirts. I have a box full of them over there in the corner. Still, that one I shouldn't have done yet. But uh, sold a bunch of them this weekend. A lot of people really liked them. We did. We, uh, we had a, a massive drinking party Saturday night. Showed up Sunday morning for the 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 pinnacle of libertarian events, which was bylaws. Oh my God. Um, yeah, we didn't do dilatory this year, so uh, you know at least there's that. But. Oh, I'll tell this story. It was pretty interesting. We showed up Sunday morning, and some shirts were missing, and there was a pile of money on the table. So I was like, "Well, if anyone says that libertarians are all about just being able to steal shit, that right there should disprove it, because uh, they uh, the had." the motto is "Don't hurt people, don't take their stuff." Yeah, the motto is "Don't hurt people, don't take their stuff," and guess what? Someone even left us a little tip on the on the table too. It said, "Find a new career." <laughs> I'm it's just a tip Uh, well that that was in the tip jar at the bar last night so what what What? who's your dick anyways that's a great segue into our next sponsor the lunatic libertarian you can find his shows pretty much damn near everywhere too um he is in fact a lunatic and it is still up for debate if he's a libertarian but uh, he is definitely a lunatic, so go check his content out. I've been on his show once. Cajun's been on there. Um, Sean Hickman, or if you uh, are on the the, the fast-dying app of uh, Clubhouse, he's Roger over there or something. I don't know. He changes it once a week. But go check out the Lunatic Libertarian. Uh, he's got a great show. It's a lot of fun. He really dives into a different perspective on things. So uh, definitely go check it out. Uh not a real podcast.com. That's where you can find all that beautiful, beautiful merch. Or you can find where I'm at. Uh redemption tactical.com, use that link, right? Sure. We use Proud Libertarian. stoves.com because guess what? Everybody needs a ghost stove on their AR. That is now a decree. Uh the ATF just came out and ruled on that. You have to have a ghost stove on your AR now. Little known piece of legislation. But who's uh, what up, Liz? Like I just seen you the other day. Anyways, uh, my guest tonight—you uh, might have seen him on the twitters, the tweeters. Um, he goes by the Infinite Zeal. Um, you, you might see him in some of my content or some of his own content, or you know, it's just he's all over the fucking place. But uh, without further ado, Mister Joel.
1: How you doing? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man, It's glad to have you on. Uh, how, how, uh, how's the, how's your post failed banking collapse going?
1: It's uh, it's interesting. Every time it seems like the banking collapse is about to happen, it it, it doesn't. You know, it seems like it's always just on the brink, and somehow um, the, the Fed's gaslighting, or there's some sort of a uh, redefinition of bailout. Now it's called a back. You know, there's always. Some playing some sort of game and, and they avoid it, kick the can down drill road a little bit further, but who knows how uh, much longer they can get away with it.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this should become like the Libertarian lint. Like we all give up something for the failed banking collapse. I gave up drinking this year for the failed banking collapse. Uh, did you give up anything, Joel?
1: That's a great question. What should I give up? Um, I don't drink too much. I can't can't give up Twitter. Um,
0: That'd be a hard one to give up. That
1: that's, takes a lot of. I don't know who. I, I, I don't have the. Uh, I couldn't commit to that. So uh, I'll have to get back to you on that one. But I mean, I, I'm sure inevitably as we go on, there'll be a few more near banking collapses. And then, uh, you know, Joe Biden or whoever else will come in last second to save the day. And it'll all be. Sunshine and, uh, and roses for everybody, like we're all being told. But like I said, I know there's a lot of people, seems like, uh, especially like libertarians and anarchists, are, they're just waiting for the banking system to collapse. They're just, like, What are we waiting for? Let's get on with this thing already. Like it's just, it's coming. So
0: just hurry up and die, old man. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how yeah. they keep
1: pulling it off. I mean, all these uh, big banks going under, and, and it doesn't really seem to be the, the Widespread kind of panic, like we you know, like there was maybe in 2008 or other times um, with banking. It's just kind of like you had the FTX thing, and then these these big banks going under, and everything seems to be like business as usual. Um, people I've interacted with on a daily basis, they don't seem too uh, concerned or phased by it. It's just I don't know. It seems it's an odd uh, time. It seems kind of like we're like sleepwalking towards towards something, and it's just going to be hit really hard when it does, and a lot of people being for rude awakening.
0: You reckon it's just because, like, I think we can honestly say the world is coming into this age where, where millennials are taking over, and we're so used to every single crisis that's been thrown at us, we're like, "Yeah, the world's been True. on fire for like for thirty years now. What's another crisis? They they, they make a new one up every week." <laughs> oh yeah, I
1: mean it's it's just it's almost uh, yeah. It, it, if it's anything it keeps the, the weeks uh interesting because you just never know what's what's going to be conjured up in the coming weekend um it's true it's interesting because i was just talking to someone earlier today um yeah how we, we went from like every day seeing all the covid numbers just ran down everyone's throats and um how it's just the most uh the biggest threat to humanity in human history then all of a sudden it's just you don't hear about it anymore it's just kind of something it's it's something different and as soon as this current thing is becomes useless, or they can't get enough people on board with it, then it'll be something. So it's just it's just gaslighting 24/7, seven days a week, and nonstop. So at least it keeps it interesting.
0: I think the most dramatic thing that happened um, in my lifetime it wasn't 9/11, it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't Y2K, it wasn't you know the the housing collapse of 08. I think the most traumatic thing that's happened was the the fall of childhood icons like Best Buy or not Best Buy but a uh, uh, Blockbuster and Toys mm-hmm. R Us. I think I think that was really like I think there was more outrage about that than most of these others because I think honestly if we if you really listen to CNN and just really listen to what they're saying it's just a it's been a mostly peaceful banking collapse. Mm-hmm. So I mean, oh,
1: it's very peaceful. What more could you ask for? I mean.
0: Not a single looter yet.
1: Oh, I mean, it's it's absolutely insane, and uh, that was. I mean, honestly, I probably when the when the, when the massive banking collapse does happen, I probably still feel worse about a Blockbuster and my Radio Shack and those places. Like those, those are uh, those are important places in my childhood, growing up, and everything. And I probably miss them more than I ever miss any of these big banks.
0: They didn't deserve it. No, they didn't. Blockbuster didn't fucking deserve. It. Even with their bullshit late fees, they didn't deserve it.
1: I mean, how many uh, a Friday night or weekend, just like going to the blockbuster, and that was just like, oh, I can't wait to get out of school, we'll go after after work, go into blockbuster, and go get some movies. Like, I mean, it's uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I never spend at Blockbuster like that's a good that's a good place to go like socialize and and hang out and now it's just kind of like scrolling through on netflix or something for an hour trying to find something it's just not the same
0: saying that saying it? saying it Look stupid saying it Stupid.
1: everything's a woke uh re, a remake of something else now it's just <clears> like a <throat> co- completely unoriginal and i mean the entertainment stuff and taking the hardest hit and it started with blockbuster you're probably right
0: yeah. <clears throat> so before we get too far into this conversation, I do want everyone who's watching or go in the comments. Um, there'll also be a poll. What are you giving up for the libertarian lent of the, the the failed banking collapse? Um, I just want to say Americans need to get their pullout game up. If more Americans had just pulled out of their banks, we would have just egged a thong, we'd have been done. But more Americans just can't pull out. Should make the poll on Twitter? Say so, what? Uh, I'm going to make the poll on Twitter. You want to make the poll on Twitter? Yeah, sure. Go for it. So, Susie's going to make the poll on Twitter. She's good at working polls. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, I
1: like it. I like oh. it. I... <laughs> I might give up taxes. <laughs> How about that?
0: I I give up taxes. taxes. Yeah. Give up taxes, give up for taxes. Oh, I like that. You guys have to give up a lot of ammo to keep your stance on giving up <laughs> taxes. True. but you
1: know. Well, there's some give and take. We'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll give all the lead they can handle, and we'll just take whatever they
1: can. I actually just got this book on the the whiskey rebellion, and I, was, I was just started reading it, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, like basically, people they were just refusing to pay the tax. Like the tax man come around, and they're like, "We're gonna like get fucked, get, get the hell out of here." Like, who do you think you are? Come around here trying to collect taxes from us? Like, then we just had revolution over this like a few years ago. And so, of course, then Washington had to send in the army. But for a while there, they were just like, yeah, like, get bent. We're not paying you. And that's uh, – that's we need to bring that attitude back. Uh, I think we need more of that.
0: Yeah, it was uh, – <clears throat> so the Whiskey Rebellion is fucking hilarious for the simple fact that we were like, we fought a war over taxes. And then immediately Washington marched on Americans over taxes. Oh, my. What so I mean... when people say – how long have you not trusted the government? Since 17, yeah. what was it, 86, 82, whatever the fuck it was, when the Whiskey Rebellion happened? It wasn't long.
1: No, it was not at all. I mean, it was in the Washington administration, so it didn't take long at all for them to be just completely throw out what they fought a revolution over and just start over, like, with their own empire. Like, oh, we're just going to resume where the, where the kings left off.
0: So it's like, imagine this, right? Imagine at the end of the uh, the original trilogy of Star Wars, I was like, yeah, we beat the empire. And then, like, Princess Leia turns around and goes, By the way, you're now going to pay taxes for all of, all of this war we just conducted. What? I mean, he walks, get in the cage.
1: And then, of course, then you have John Adams, not long after the second president, and he has the uh, Sedition Act, where basically, if you're saying anything bad about the president and you're There'd be charges pressed, so you're thrown in jail or something. So yeah, you have Washington with his putting down tax uh, rebels, and then John Adams, so wanting to throw people in jail for saying bad things about the, his administration. I mean, and like right off the bat, the the Constitution didn't do a very good job of uh, you know protecting people's rights, so to speak.
0: Crazy how that works. It's rules <laughs> for thee, but not for me. Like so, here's the cool thing, man. So. I live in a Republican majority state and it's super easy to just completely destroy Republicans. And that's not even aggressive. Like I'm not like you're a fucking idiot, blah blah blah. I'm like, you know those taxes you hate paying? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, you remember that war they fought like in the seventeen hundreds to end it? Like, yeah. That was great. And I was like, what if I told you it was just so they can collect taxes from you? They're like, no, that's fucking bullshit. I'm like, literally a couple years later, they killed Americans for taxes. And they're like, "What the fuck?" And you show them, like, you can just pull it up on your phone. This magic box—it's got all the info. And they're like, "What
1: the fuck?" Yeah, it's amazing. It's just like, yeah, it was like, why should, uh, why should England get the uh, oppressed people and collect taxes? That's, that's 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 we should be able to do that. We want to be able to participate in this racket. So yeah, let's let's so get the let's cut the middleman out and we'll just do it ourselves.
0: Yeah, the government had to end slavery because uh, they didn't want plantation owners to have the monopoly on it. So. They just made sure everybody was a slave moving <laughs> forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and then of course, you get Lincoln just, that's everything was over taxation, like Lincoln's invading the South to collect the tariffs because the South was like, we're not paying your tariffs. And then, of course, Lincoln uh, instigates the civil war. Uh, just everything's over taxation of some kind. And, and, and again, you're right. I mean, you live in a Republican state and it's easy to, and so do I, and it's kind of easy to go after the right. And it's probably, I do that more. I mean, the left is just kind of too easy to go after them because they're just, but the right, because they just pretend that they're about you know, limited government and all this other stuff. And it's, it's such a farce. And it just, for me, that's why I tend to this, most of my stuff is going after the right, just because you you see even the GOP's official Twitter page, and it's, oh, we believe in limited government. And it, Ted Cruz is tweeting about, about abolishing the IRS and stuff. I'm like, where were you when uh the republicans controlled congress the white house like i didn't hear any any discussion about this but now all of a sudden you're not in charge and now you want to pretend like you care about limited government and then in the irs and to me it's just a an absolute farce and that's that's why i disenjoy going after them a little bit more than the left because they're kind of it's all hanging fruit going after the left most of the time it's kind of too easy
0: and the oscar goes to the federal government <laughs> Like I, I like I'll be honest. Some of the best acting I've ever seen is on C-SPAN. Every single week, they go out there with the boohoo tears and this and that. And next thing you know, they're snorting a line of coke in their office, saying "fuck these poor people" while they're sitting there counting their hundreds.
1: And as I understand, a lot of these times, uh, these these hearings and whatnot, these Congress people are getting all outraged and their righteous indignation, like Cory Booker and all these other people. And a lot of times, like they already have like asked these questions to these people privately, or like this, this is something that's already been discussed behind closed doors. And so it's just basically all for show. So they got to go out there. They're going to put on their, put on their angry face. And well, how is this possible? How could this ever have happened? And it's, uh it's, it's, it's not, it's not entertaining, but I mean, then again, then laws start getting passed because of these show trials and show hearings and all this mock uh, anger over this or that. And, you know, and then just, cause more problems for everybody.
0: Yeah. And then you see like these just omnibus bills are like it's over legislated bullshit um, that they pass all the fucking time. That doesn't help anybody. Um, I mean, Congress is supposed to be the ones trying to ban guns, but yet they just gave the power away to the ATF because they just didn't want their name tied to it. And I was talking about this, I think it was it the other night on one of the shows or was it a convention, but, um, like so, where I live at, like the section of Tennessee I live at, is so Republican. Even the Democratic uh, candidate for the House seat, um, she was talking about being like, you know, abolishing the ATF and being pro-gun, and then she was like, universal health care. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, you had me, and then you lost me. Well, uh, yeah, that's
1: uh, yeah. You, when when you're a Democrat in, a, in like a deep red area or red state, like you gotta you either are gonna have a couple of issues where you may be right wing on or at the very least you have to pretend. So yeah. my it's, it's my t- guess would be like, oh you want to boss the ATF and then all of a sudden you get you get a let's just say she got elected, that person got elected. I don't know if the Democrats would allow her to be like you're not like they would just be like, you're not allowed to have this position. Like you don't boss the ATF in this party. You know what I mean? It's like fall in line and all of a sudden because you even see uh, uh like Rubio when he's running on campaign trail, pretending. Uh, I believe in the Second Amendment and whatnot. And then he gets in and he's supporting all this bump stock ban. We're gonna raise the age limit of to 21, increase background checks, even Trump too. So it's just like, you know, people say anything on the campaign trails and then all of a sudden you, you, you're you elected into office and then that goes out the window and it's just whatever you're being pressured to do here and now. And even you saw it with Trump and Republicans, like they're, they're gonna legislate guns one way or another, so. I mean, it's hard to uh, – there's probably not too many uh, true allies to gun ownership in, in Washington.
0: No, I don't think that there's any anymore. I mean, everyone pretends, like you said, but I don't think uh, anyone actually gives a shit anymore because they get armed security. Um, but, but once again, it's like the uh, the rules for thee, but not for me. So I'm, I guarantee you, any of them go to the store and just have someone buy a gun yeah. for him. It's for congressmen sniffs children or a congressman eats ass or whatever the fuck it is and it it was really telling and i I was screaming from the pulpit at people was the republican candidate who inevitably won this house seat for congress in a republican area attacked the democratic candidate for saying she wanted to abolish the atf she was like that is absurd and un-american to abolish federal agencies i was like what and people are like i mean she's got a point i was like no oh, my. Like,
1: mm. <laughs> that just shows you that how stupid politics is in general especially like this the two-party system it just if 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 you're the opponent this it, it just makes no sense and and people just flip up all the time just depending on the circumstances and the opponent could have uh, a conservative quote-unquote point of view in one thing, but they're in a different party, so we're going to attack them for that. And you're seeing the same thing with uh, Republicans and um, like welfare and social security and stuff. So they're saying that they don't they don't believe in socialism or they want limited government, but then they'll sit there and they're stumping for increased, you know, oh no, we don't want to get rid of welfare or Medicaid or or social security. We don't want to get rid of any of those things. We want to protect it. So it's like it's, so you so you don't really believe. So it's just it's just something you say. They get people out fired up during election time, but then inevitably, once you get in office, the special, the people who you really work for, your special interests, then you can advocate for those things. So, I mean, it's just based on every issue down the
0: line. Yeah, it's <laughs> politics in America is basically the Benny Hill show at this point. It's just chaos run by idiots. And people get like, Like, I understand why people get upset about it, right? It's it's an entire nation that they're fucking over continuously. But these people who attack their neighbors or attack coworkers or whatever over this shit, they're the fucking, they're the real idiots in all this, in my opinion, because they're playing this game that the politicians want them to play, which is divide and conquer. If you can divide the nation into different little groups, it's easier to control each little group because then you have like, oh, look, we have a... Intersectional black, female, gay, lesbian, trans football players. Diversity
1: hires and all that.
0: Yeah, and this person will not tell you how to think. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, white people, here's some racist hillbilly from the trailer park in South Georgia. I'm like, No, what? And they're like, Yes, you're a piece of shit. I'm like, No. And it's just it's just the division that they create, and they're like, here's a spokesperson for you. This is who speaks for you. And people are like, okay.
1: Yeah, and they find usually like the most extreme, like he's like example, like to find the one guy in the trailer park, and then it's then they try to pretend like that's the general rule, that's how everybody is, they're like just like this guy, and then uh, yeah, you get people divided, uh, divided against themselves, and then they start focusing on the people who are on the other side, their neighbors and whatnot who uh, maybe believe in the other party, but they then they lose sight of who's really kind of behind everything, and that's the giant uniparty just screwing everyone over. And it's like, well, we got to keep everyone focused on fighting amongst themselves and, they, and then we can do whatever we want over here. So it's a distraction. It's their fault. Uh, they're c- trying to come and kill you and end the world and then destroy America and all this, that, and the other. And I said, just it's just it's 24-7 an outrage cycle these days. And I can't get away from it, unfortunately. least is hard to, I'm trying to find a way.
0: Yeah. It's the, in New Hampshire
1: and then that's, I guess, I don't know how much... It, that exists up there seems to be, uh, they got a good thing going on up there, but everywhere else, just, just like, yeah, just just division and anger. And it's like, w- at what point in time are we do people realize like it's the party is irrelevant to like what's being pushed? Like, Mitch McConnell is pushing the same kind of agenda Nancy Pelosi would have pushed. They're a lot, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, are a lot closer to each other than Mitch McConnell is any person in the state he represents Kentucky. So I same thing. I'm live in South Carolina. Lindsey Graham, you think Lindsey Graham cares about anybody except like go pushing for war and getting, you know, his money from defense contractors? No. He doesn't care about anybody. So they have their own agendas and I just, you know, hopefully with, you know, libertarians and everyone else um putting their content out, it's more people starts to kind of start to see like, yeah, you know, my my representative, he doesn't really like he, once he gets elected in the office he's doing something completely opposite than what he was saying on the campaign trail he's just passing policy that's in his best interest and no one else's and uh hopefully like and stuff like this your podcast and twitter it's a great uh great way to have people hopefully kind of be exposed to what's really going on
0: well it'll be great when we can stop fucking attacking each other over dumb mm-hmm. petty shit. um but you know yeah, that, Twitter. That's
1: that's part of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're too busy fighting each other to fight anyone else, and it's Yeah, pathetic. I mean,
1: if you're not uh, if you're fighting somebody, you're not really, I guess, uh, you don't really, you're not really libertarian, are you? You got to be taking somebody's scalp off somehow.
0: And that's where this comes from. Oh, that's the background. Shit, no one. But it, said it was the name of the show, not a real libertarian, because I think spiting people online over dumb shit is fucking stupid. And uh, I've I've done really well, I'll be honest. I have given myself many props, because I've been attacked a lot recently on Twitter and on uh, Facebook, on on this page. Um, and I just ignore it. I'm like, eh, who gives a fuck? You. Yeah.
1: Now, there are some people that are seem to be pretend to be libertarian, I guess, and they're like, you probably belong in the forward party, like a lot of like interventionists and stuff. You see people like quasi advocating for war, and like that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, but uh, I think for the most part, I mean, I, I try to. I don't really. I try to save my ire for, like, mainly like people on the right side of the like the like, like, like the GOP Republican machine. That's because I I came from that side i'm from new jersey originally so i'm from a blue state i'm from a red area in a blue state and so just kind of you're getting a little bubble and then so i've come from more of the right side of the aisle and that's I thankfully got out of that cult but that, to me that's why i tend to i guess not attack but post a little more most of my content going after that more target. because they, cause i was kind of just part of like bought into the the, the propaganda, oh, they're limited to government. They're good guys. They care for liberty and freedom and stuff. And now I realize that's completely not the case. And so I'm more so going back at them with my memes and whatnot than than versus the left, who's, I mean, they're terrible, known right. But um, it's just yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say other than. Uh, Just gotta keep memeing our way through it. That's the you know, that's the only way to get to where we want to get to, I guess. That's what and I'm gonna the do. the memes I mean, are glorious. yeah, they're they're absolutely glorious. I mean, the left can't meme. The right's memes are a little bit better, but still not great. But I mean, there's nothing better than like liberty, libertarian, and cap memes. Nothing at all. I mean, what a great time to be alive, in my opinion, is to get to experience some of the creativity and genius of some of these memes. And I mean, I'm thankful. I at least like as the empire is slowly collapsing just the memes are absolutely just completely worth it
0: i think my favorite meme is the one where it says uh an asteroid could smash into earth tomorrow and we'd meme about it before it happened (laughs) like we would just talk shit the whole time like yeah fuck you we're gonna
1: die yeah we'd just be watching it coming too it's just it's like sitting on a being uh trapped to a railroad track and trains come in you're just watching it come and you're just posting memes about it like yeah it's inevitable but we're not going to go down with that a laugh
0: yeah when humans die off and whatever species takes over this pathetic rock next um they will know exactly what happened because all they'll have to do is just find an access port to all the data that we've saved and they'll be like oh Oh, so they okay, they went extinct to this date. Okay. And then what's to see, oh oh this is what happened, okay. They Like just scroll through our whole fucking history.
1: Exactly. My my dream is someday that school children in this country and around the world will open up a history textbook or whatever it is, and they're just gonna be memes. This memeing of memes about what happened in history. And that's that's what that's gonna be the content of the book. None of this other nonsense they have now, but like just you're just taught through memes. Like it's like it's like advanced hieroglyphic almost.
0: Or better yet, they start teaching memeing one hundred and one in oh, the high schools and amazing. college.
1: You go getting getting a scholarship, get scholarship for a really meme production or something. Full ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. could you imagine being the kid who is uh, on on like a scholarship to like Alabama or Tennessee or Georgia or something like that? Full ride scholarship. And his major is meme creation. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a full risk scholarship. Yeah, he's got a bright future in memes if this doesn't work out for him in the pros.
1: Oh yeah, that, what a bullet point on the resume! It's like yeah, meme uh, expert, meme smith or something. Hey, it really is to a degree. It is an art. There's just so many brilliant, genius memes. I mean, it's uh, it, I, I I would begrudge nobody if they are handing out scholarships for meming or. Whatever else I mean, have, I mean people are getting scholarships for playing video games. Why can't you get a? Why can't you get a scholarship for creating a, a, a Fire meme. I don't.
0: I wouldn't have an issue with that at all. Yeah, I mean, and here's the funny thing too: is like a lot of like artists have come out and said that memes are not art. I'm like, bro, you're you're fucking stupid because that little <laughs> like piece of canvas where you just splaked, paint onto it, that's not art. Yeah. This magnificent Will Smith meme is way better than any bullshit you've ever put out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 there's I think there's one exhibit like there was like a banana taped to wall or something, and I'm, it sold for how many dollars? I don't know, but yeah, if, if that's art, then anything, anything, uh, any meme I've seen on on the Twitter belongs in the Louvre, as far as I'm concerned, because that's way at much higher standard.
0: You did see that that was a meme in of itself, right? The guy was like, "Yeah, I just wanted to see if I could sell a literal fucking <laughs> banana tape to the wall," and he made tons of money. So I think it's like the following week he did it again.
1: I mean, I, yeah, that if that was a, a troll, like that's just that's genius, or a of just... some kind. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just uh, liberals are more so than a fall for that. Like you just find you're in some uppity like leftist group in like I picture in like up upper up west side manhattan or something and they're just all they all think they're the smartest person and they have such exquisite taste and art and stuff and they could find some way to think all oh, this banana tape to wall is just some interpretation of it is so profound. All I have, absolutely have to have I'll pay you three million dollars for it. I mean it's just give me a break.
0: So it says oh where is it shit. Um, I, oh, the Guardian. Here we go. Uh, don't make a fun of. Uh, don't make fun of the hundred twenty thousand dollar banana. It's oh in on the joke.
1: So that was a, the guy that did that. That was like he, he meant it to be a joke.
0: Yeah. So oh here's, here's the article. So he's literally making fun of the art world, art world, and sold it for a hundred a fucking banana. For $120,000. Here's the uh, the uh, Guardian article on it. So it says, A banana stuck on a wall by artist Maurizio Ketlin has been widely mocked, but it was always making fun of the art market.
1: <laughs> and he did that to... He did it perfectly.
0: He trolled the fucking market, and they fucking went ballistic. They gave him 120000 fucking dollars for it.
1: I mean, it kind of reminds I, me, like, what people were paying, uh, people were paying um, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, for some of these NFP uh, JPEGs, and then now they're being resold for, like, $8 or something. It's, like, unbelievable.
0: They're like, yeah, but, you know, I have the blockchain that proves I, I own it. I was like, screenshot. <laughs> exactly. Now I have it, too, buddy. I'm like, no, that's not how that fucking works. You can't prove that you own it, said. Yeah, it's on my phone, see? So you...
1: Yeah, it's right here. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Well, that guy act, but that guy actually has the real banana, so there's no...
0: The real banana. It's, unless
1: you can find another $130,000 banana, then this guy's got you. Beat.
0: <laughs> $130,000! <laughs> yeah, however much you pay for your banana, you now are the winner no, of the phone. shitty banana contest.
1: Yeah, the grift is real. There, there's some pretty good grifts, and I always feel like, leftist people fall from the most. Like I saw someone where um, this black lady, or a couple of black ladies, were charging these like liberal white, white women tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to have this dinner. All these white ladies come to the dinner and then um, they just get told about how they have white privilege and they're all racist and they just forking over all this cash for the privilege and then they go down to the next town, go to San Francisco and then you go to New York or to Boston and you just tell a bunch of white liberals are all racist and they're folk over hundreds of thousands of dollars, of thousands of dollars to you. And uh, I mean, to a degree, I can respect that kind of grift just because if you're a leftist, you, know, you, you, you deserve to have your money probably just like grifted from you like that. It's, it's, you it's unbelievable. You, Go ahead.
0: Let me tell you what the biggest grift in the Republican Party is. What's that? Mike Liddell and my pillow.
1: I've I've heard some things about that. I don't know. uh, I'd like to hear all the details of how that's the case.
0: It's basically he sucked Trump's dick so hard he can now sell you pillows and uh, bed sheets and like all kinds of dumb shit. And uh, from people I've talked to that have said they bought that shit, it wasn't anything astronomically special. It was just like literally fucking memory foam and a sheet (laughs) um, is what they said. And this guy makes a fucking fortune off this shit because he's tied to, to the Republican party and like he's a he's a freedom fighter blah 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 and he was supposed to hold that internet like security uh, symposium on how he was proving that the uh the election was rigged and the voting machines were hacked and then his entire presentation got wiped along with the rest of his hard drive on his computer by a bunch of hackers
1: oh my <laughs>
0: The grift went full circle.
1: So he's just basically riding Trump's coattails and having him push his stuff out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Trump's Trump's
1: got his own. uh, Yeah, Trump's seems like it's has got his own grift going there. He he had the NFT thing a while ago. Um, I don't know how well that was doing, but I mean he's always pushing, trying to sell something: hats, NFTs, stakes. I mean the guys just seems like he was basically just running the president to try to. I don't
0: know. Put a dollar know, sign his, back his, in his account.
1: His true, uh, what his true motives were, but he's uh, he's always trying to sell stuff. I've noticed, and it never ends. So, you know, you, the people that go to jail for you over January sixth, we can't worry about that. We got to get our NFTs out. That's the most That's my big announcement. That's what we got to focus on. Here.
0: It's the greatest NFT ever. was. It's amazing. <laughs> it's wonderful. Everyone around me has told me it's amazing. They weren't even good. even. even even my daughter who I think is hot and I'd fuck. I, I think it's all amazing. It's wonderful. It's the best NFT you can buy.
1: Something like that. Make NFTs great again. He's certainly trying. I don't know if it'll work, but
0: <laughs> they were never great. You can't make it yeah. great again if it was never great.
1: Well, they were great for the they were great uh for about five seconds from the first people to start selling those uh those JPEGs for three million. That that the first sale that was they were great. And then uh I think like a couple of celebrities I've seen like, trying to resell them and they were selling for pennies on the dollar what they paid. And it's like, I mean, get that grip is over, I think.
0: Yeah, it's glorious to watch celebrities get fucking scammed by some <laughs> dumb shit because they deserve it. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them.
1: No, that's for sure. But,
0: well, I did have a question here for you. Um, let's see, where is it at? Oh, uh, where did you get the name Infinite Zeal Syndicate from? Uh, and the from is in the quotation marks. So, I guess the whole name is Infinite Zeal Syndicate from.
1: Yeah, in, <laughs> Infinite Zeal Syndicate. Um, well, Infinite Zeal name? comes from <laughs> comes from uh, um, well, there's this, there's a Bible verse in Romans that talks about uh, always like never be lacking in zeal, and for some reason that just kind of like stood out to me. It's like oh, you sh- you should always have it, you know. I mean, always have zeal. Use the word zeal, so I'm like, well, oh, that sounds like something I should have all the time. So, um, so that's where infinite comes in. Just don't ever run out of it. Don't ever run out of it. Always have it every day. Um, you know, it's it sucks out there. Life's hard. There's a lot of stuff to deal with. Just in regular everyday life. Not to mention all the burden and overstepping we get from, from government on a daily basis to deal with. And then. Um, but just every day, just trying to do the right thing and stand up for the right principles and liberty and everything. And and then syndicate, I guess, is just, just kind of the connotation of a syndicate. So syndicate is basically like you have a bunch of people or groups that come in together for like a, like a common cause, or, if you will. So that's just kind of the idea of just kind of connecting with and building with people of like mind and principle and uh, fighting battle every day and um trying to do the right thing and, and spread the message of liberty as much as possible and that's that's basically the general idea behind it
0: well that's that's a good reason uh encouraging uh people to be happy in their lives is always a good thing um <clears throat> my episode with uh another group of guys the alan limps 36 times or whatever his name is at this point but um, that's one thing they do, and I, I love it when, when I see people that are trying to like, make people stay better because there's so many people that are ruining it with, oh, this bank collapsed, or this train derailed, or this politician did this one thing to a kid, and it was super creepy. And it's like everything's so fucking depressing, and uh, trying to uplift people is always a good thing, so
1: yeah, and there certainly is. I'm not, there's certainly plenty of things to uh, be concerned about, or um. But it doesn't mean there's enough, like I see, like outrage and in fighting to begin with, as it is. And there's a degree where, yeah, it's we should be kind of mocking, especially like people in government and stuff. I think it's like, yeah, those are that's where you want to save your energy and anger and um, fighting and that kind of stuff. You want to save it for that most of the time. If people kind of share, you have the same similar principles. Let's try to uh, work together, kind of come together for a common cause. Maybe if it's one single issue, maybe it's uh, going to an anti-war rally, or maybe it's a gun control thing, uh, like a, a rally against gun control or uh, something like that. Um, there just needs to be more coming together over common cause issues. And I know there's always going to be the the infighting with like, libertarians and whatnot, but... Um, it's just like let's just let's just, let's keep our our focus on what's who the, the the true enemy classes and it's not other most of the time it's not going to be other people who share most of our same values and principles
0: true facts true facts well joe where can people find you on the twitter i assume it's at zeal and syndicate
1: it's going to be at underscore seal. Can squeeze a syndicate in there, Um, but I just go to at underscore infanziel. You'll find me. Um, I just I I love memes. I love making memes, sharing memes, taxing memes. Just memes are the greatest way to send a message and and have fun, and um, say something that's true and funny at the same time. So, most of my stuff's memes. I like to um, share other people's content, like your show and other people's shows, and uh, hopefully the message can get spread far and wide and we can get more people, uh, more people on the train to 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 Liberty. And
0: she and says, "Not for nothing, y'all that. look like y'all could be related."
1: <laughs> we do got the mustache going. I just shaved my goatee; it's coming back in. Um, but yeah, hey, all white people look the same. That's what I've been told. So it's like, hey, it works for me.
0: Caught me out, guard on that one. That was a mostly peaceful racist insult. So. <laughs> that's my favorite thing like i've got I've got two insults that I've recently developed, and uh I said that was a mostly peaceful engine failure or something like that at work, and then I'll say uh um, I'm gonna explain it to you like you wear a mask by yourself in the car, and then that one that one pissed a lot of people off.
1: That's hilarious
0: Yeah. That's beautiful.
1: yeah I used to uh in the beginning. Of COVID, I was still, uh, I used to work in the car business selling cars. I was still selling cars back then. And then, even a, a year, like in, once you got in the end of 21, 2022, you see people pulling up and they're the, loan in the car with a mask on. You're like, great, right, here we go. I already know what this kind of person is going to be like. They're going to tell me I have to wear a mask, I have to put gloves on. And then you just, it's just, it's, you, you know what their political beliefs are basically immediately. Like when you see that kind of person, like, great, right, this is going to be like an ordeal. I can already tell.
0: Yeah, no, I, I fully understand. And it's, 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 I hate to be like that, but you see, like, I work in, like, retail automotive, so I, uh, I tell people how shitty their car is and ask for money.
1: Um, I, I hear you about well that.
0: Yeah, and then, um, like, you'll see some people, like, so where I, where I work at is a different town from where I live at, and it's a college town where I work. And you see a very broad mix of, like, staunch Republicans and, like, softcore communists come in there. And you can tell their uh, the political beliefs by their a their car. Uh Democrats l- or socialists love putting fucking bumper stickers on there. And so do like far right Republicans. They'll put like the dumbest shit on there, like Trump for guns or some shit. Um or like they'll have to the come and take it next to uh Blue Lives Matter. And oh it's yeah. like your Yeah, the gas flag your, and
1: the bats of blue like the thing. <laughs>
0: They're going to take it. So, actually, I'll tell you this funny story. So, I, we recently purchased this on our way home, Clarksville, at Bucky's, uh, our Lord and Savior Bucky's. Um, and I uh, had an FBI agent in the shop yesterday, and he was just chilling. So, I said, Oh, I know what to do with this. Picked this up off my toolbox, walked up front, placed it on my desk, made sure he could see it, and walked out. And uh, he never did say anything. But uh, I thought the point was who's subtle yet fuck
1: you at all uh, that's that's perfect that's about like yeah it's not like too in your face but it's like it's not like super passive aggressive and it's not too like uh antagonistic to him but, yeah, i'm sure i'm sure he uh he got the message
0: yeah i purposely delayed we need to do more of that that's a good idea. i might have
1: to i might have to take that one from you that
0: I well this one no, the, I'll have to get one uh, of those.
1: And anytime we, you know, anytime yeah. I know there's like a, like a, the police officer, or like a fed or something, just make sure you got your, your, come and take a tumbler, nice and handy. We don't want yeah, any uh, more confusion about where we stand on these issues.
0: Uh, like I love it when Republicans are like, yeah, I also agree that you know there should be less gun laws. I'm like, no, we don't agree because I don't believe there should be any gun laws. And like, remember that oh. president? Remember that
1: president you voted for last time? And he was uh. Passing like more gun laws and Barack Obama. Remember that guy?
0: And he and, got uh, off on
1: it. <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to have affected him. Like all his supporters are still. There isn't any like oh I can't believe this guy. He's banned bump stocks and wants the age to raise the limit to 21 to buy a rifle or handgun or whatever it was. Like it did, he he did whatever he wanted and his supporters are still. That's how you know it's a cult basically. It's you say you believe in the Constitution or whatever, and this guy's violating that constantly and just doesn't seem to bother you. So you're in a cold. <laughs> There's no other way around it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, so here's how I know brain damage has not been solved in the United States yet. Um, you look at the Trump people, you look at the Bernie bros. Um, the Bernie bros have made Joe, uh, Bernie Sanders fucking stupid rich by buying his shitty little books <laughs> on why capitalism is bad. He used capitalism to get rich, so people could read about why capitalism's bad.
1: The grip is real. I mean, there we go. Classic example.
0: Yeah, it's it's fucking hilarious. It's just my yeah, oh god. I I feel he's like
1: gonna pay for his fourth house somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like he, pff, nobody's giving me my my own house so I've got to buy a fourth one. Go buy my book. America is horrible to Jews, especially <laughs> old white Jews. Uh, followed by his his leading uh book of why america hates bernie sanders and i'm poor
1: oh yeah i mean and uh he's uh then you have like aoc who's kind of right down that same alley and she's got her shop she's selling her hoodies and stuff like tax the rich or something or like capitalism sucks I'm like, buy your capitalism sucks shirt for fifty dollars so that's not a cap. like what are you doing here can't keep up. Can't keep up with all the with all the grifting.
0: I think she's really missing out on an op- on an opportunity to have an OnlyFans. I think like she could. She wouldn't have to do the merch store. She wouldn't have to do anything else. She could just do the OnlyFans thing. Forget Congress. She's she's rich.
1: Yeah. Uh, you team. can look
0: at me like that all you want to. She <laughs> might be a socialist bitch, but there's a lot of dudes that would hit that. Like, I go to the like next time we get to know. the show. Stri- oh, AFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, she'd be uh she be doing more good for America there than in Congress that, somehow, but that's I'm convinced of that.
0: Pay nineteen ninety nine or whatever it is to see socialist titties on your, oh my, your yeah. computer. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Oh. Oh, you might have to be your new.
1: You might have to be your new campaign manager. Be like, hey, listen, let's go a different direction with this.
0: So hear me out, right? <laughs> so, I mean, Martha Breno did that. She had only fans that helped fund her campaign down in uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. They had a whole. They had a whole article on it in the Miami Herald. I don't think nude it was anything nude, but. It was all like bathing suits and shit.
1: Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. AOC, I'm sure she signed up for that, she'd have like Alex Stein would be the first person signing up. Oh, whoever. For other supporters as well, I guess.
0: <laughs> Fucking uh, Hunter Biden. It's like yeah. number oh, two. Hunter Biden would be all over that. Yeah. He would be. <laughs> he makes guest appearances every now and then. Oh, so a surprise. Oh, okay. I'm
1: surprised Hunter Biden hasn't started an OnlyFans at this point. I mean, you know, he's done everything else.
0: <laughs> With every subscription, you get your own uh, box of classified documents from, from the House of Delaware. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and a crack pipe
0: And a crack pipe, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a wiped hard drive. <laughs> oh. Hey, look, this Hunter Biden thing starting to sound pretty good. Hunter Biden, only fans. We're handing out. Uh, he's handing out uh, classified documents, a wiped hard drive from a laptop, and a crack pipe. I'm sold.
1: I don't know how you can say no to that. Is it a
0: glass pipe? Yeah, yeah it'd be a glass pipe. Obviously, <laughs> it have to be. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Next um, week's podcast <laughs> intervention. On <laughs> um, episode one of Just BSing. Susie talks about her crack pipe and uh, her, her recent recovery from crack.
1: With special guest Hunter Biden.
0: With special guest Hunter Biden. <laughs> Had to dig him out of a dumpster behind a supermarket. Gang gang. gang, gang. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. Oh, God. Well, Joel. I usually in this show with uh me giving people something optimistic to look forward to the week, just something hopeful, I'll give them good advice or something like that. But because you are the infinite never ending zeal syndicate, I was wondering to see if you wanted to take the lead on that and close us out with uh some heartfelt words.
1: Well, I don't know if there's anything heartfelt that's uh, uh I tend to be not good at this stuff on the on the on the fly, but I mean. What I like to do when everything seems like it's going crazy. Just like you said with when the, when the comments come in, we can't control when the comments going to hit. We know it's coming. I mean, I can't control what, what all the crazy stuff going on in the world. I'm just going to try to, uh, live my life the best way I can have a good time. Love, be happy. I'm going to laugh regardless. I'll laugh at what's happening. Mean my way through it. And, uh, so, uh, I mean, we all got families and loved ones and I just think it's, they're, for me, they're worth fighting for. And I find a great deal of pleasure of being a, a defiant person. And when, when, you know, all sorts of laws and stuff and mandates are being passed and just ignoring them and just trying to be a free person. And that's why my thing is I just like live freely. We can't wait for other people to legislate us to have liberty or freedom we just have to live freely and do it ourselves every day regardless what other people in washington or whatever say so just have a good time laugh the comments gonna hit we don't know when it's gonna happen we can't control it we can uh, just control ourselves and our attitude so let's just be as positive as possible uh mock and deride the state every day and uh, to me that's uh, that's a, a day well spent as far as i'm concerned so I don't have anything super deep or heartfelt, but that's what gets me through the day.
0: I think that was super deep, and I think it was really <laughs> heartfelt. And I think it was actually really good. Um, I, 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 dude, I love a lot of your content. It's also just fucking amazing. Um, for anyone who's not doing so yet, who's on the tweeters, go find uh, Joel over at, at underscore infinite zeal, and uh, join in on the army of people getting this wholesome, beautiful content.
1: Absolutely. And you guys too. Well, you guys joke. are doing your show, and um, I know it's one of the things I appreciate is people taking time. They have long days, going to work, and families, and then they people don't have any like corporate agendas or anything like that. Like they, they're trying to do, they're just trying to just like talk with other people of like mind and uh, sp- spread the right uh, positive message. And uh, and to me, it's. Those are people I want to get to know and connect with and and support them as much as possible. So I appreciate all the work you're doing. And like I said, I know it's it's not easy with the lives everyone has to uh, to do every day. And but you you faithfully come out and and put your content out and I think it's great.
0: Dude, I really appreciate that. It's uh, (laughs) it gets hard some days. I mean, I just work two 13 hour days back to back and I'm still here because it's the right thing to do and. Um, I love having you guys on. It's a lot of fun, and it's this is my blowing off steam. I get to come on here and talk shit about Hunter Biden smoking crack and fucking his underage cousin. So I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's all about the potential memes.
1: <laughs> exactly. There's a meme somewhere, everywhere, in any situation in life. So you just got to find it.
0: That's uh, that's true. That they'll put that in the uh, history books at one point in time. Kid, oh, yeah. there were memes oh, okay. everywhere. You'd you would open have- your closet door, and they'd be hiding.
1: There's going to be courses on me. On the, uh, there's going to be the whole history books going to be memes. I'm telling you, if I have to write it myself, I <laughs> I'll
0: get them. He wouldn't do it, so by God, I'll do it for him. <laughs> history books, just memes. That's it. No words, just memes.
1: I think i will get the point across nicely.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. I'd, I'd buy that book. <clears throat> the America, uh, The History of All, Meme Edition. I'd the fuck out of that. That'd be so funny. I'd we should make that. that. Let's make it. Yeah, we should make that. That'd we be, should make that. Oh god, that's a lot of work. We'll do it though. We got it. Think we got it. Like
1: Seize yeah. the memes of production. We'll do it.
0: Seize the memes of production. <laughs> this book heck? dedicated to Joel <laughs> Infinite Zeal Syndicate quote. Sees the memes of production. That's beautiful. That'll be the, the dedication page. Oh my God. Oh, I love we'll it. We'll just like, we'll dedicate the whole dedication page to just like meme lords. Yep. Yeah. Calm down, a little John.
1: <laughs> but all right, ladies
0: and gentlemen, go follow uh, Joel. Give him a big round of applause in the comments, just all the circles um i appreciate you coming on tonight man it's been been a really interesting conversation i do appreciate you coming on
1: well i appreciate it i uh i uh found it very interesting as well and getting to know you and speak to you and i look forward to doing it again in the future
0: fuck yeah man we'll definitely have to to get you back on i think we'll have a we're gonna have a few people back on because we do those uh impromptu uh what, like the the mass live streams. I've done yeah. two or three of them now. And they're a lot of fun. People just come on and we just do a live stream for like an hour and a half, yeah, two hours. Like cycle through. Yeah, people just hop in, hop out, and we just bullshit. So we'll have to get you on on another one.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And thanks again for thinking of me inviting me on. I had a great time.
0: Hey, I appreciate it, man. You have a good night. Uh, you too. Take it easy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you tonight. If you don't like it, guess what? Tune in next week and we'll do it all again. Uh, Sunday nights we're doing just BSing at the Bootleg and Susie show. I have to be first because fuck chauvinism. Put that bitch back in the kitchen where she belongs.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. But anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So what? She's she's dying. She's about to fall over a chair. You do it aloud, thud, that's her. But uh. Anyways, ladies, gentlemen, potato farmers and attack helicopters, y'all have a great night. Uh, Get you some sleep. Drink your agua. This is not alcohol. This is just fucking water, and it's out, so I got to get some more. But drink your water. Have a good night. Get some rest. Get eight hours. If you can't get eight hours, pretend like you got eight hours. Good night. Love you. And uh, stay free.